Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 19 of the Tag Team Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Tartaglione, joined with my brother, Johnny Tartaglione, and today is the Super Bowl special. As you all know, Sunday is the... I don't even know if... Can we say... Do we, do we have to say big game? It is a huge game. What do you mean? It's but I'm saying, do we have to say the big game? I know a lot of people have to say the big game. They can't say Super Bowl or else they're going to get sued. No. I hope we no. don't get sued. No. No, 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 it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's Super Bowl Sunday, baby. I'm pumped up because Woo! it's a Super Bowl in which I don't care which team wins. Either team could win this game and I'd be happy because there's no Tom Brady, no Patriots, no Eagles, no Cowboys, none of those fucking stanky ass <laughs> Why would you teams. even say the Cowboys, bro? They're irrelevant. <laughs> irrelevant. Anyways. Dude, last time last time the Cowboys made a Super Bowl, you had to watch the recording on a VCR tape, bro. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, That's unreal. Yep, but Joe (laughs) Joe Shiesty, obviously a football fan favorite. He's fucking ice cold, chilly willy, coming full at you. And obviously on the other side, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, also another fan favorite. Um, Been in the league for 13 years, making his first Super Bowl appearance after being a loyal Detroit Lion for all those miserable fucking years. I'm sorry for my boys in Michigan. But either way, I yeah. look at both these teams. Both of them are absolutely electric on the offensive side of the ball. A lot of defensive talent as well. It's going to be a very interesting game, and I'm excited to break down the prop bets, what our picks are, and really where we think this game's going to go and what it means for both of these teams. So, Tony. Yeah, well, this wouldn't be a tag team podcast episode if we weren't going to be talking about the betting aspect of the Super Bowl, because obviously the Super Bowl has all the prop bets. You can bet on a bunch of random shit, and let me tell you something. We're going to be reading these off of FanDuel Sportsbook. This is not uh, a sponsorship for FanDuel. I wish it was, because that would be freaking awesome. Um, But we're going to be going through the FanDuel Sportsbook odds. Uh, So if your odds are a little different than ours, don't be mad. Don't be alarmed. I'm just telling you what book we're using. It's it's only Friday, too, so these odds will change. But we're going to go through some of our favorite prop bets. I'm just going to name some out. Uh, We're going to take our picks on them. We're going to break it down. But, But... reflecting on the game i think that you could sit here and you could say oh i think the Bengals are going to win oh i think the rams are going to win but that's not a great analysis the tag team podcast analysis is on the bets it's always it always has been and always will be for the super bowl because it is a great super bowl i love both of these teams like you said i hated joe burrow back in college because i used to be a florida fan and he played for lsu and he was a he was a dominating quarterback in college and the funniest thing before we get into the bets i want to talk about is the fact that do you remember when I'm not saying everybody's seen the cigar video, but everybody's you know people who know Joe Burrow have seen him smoke the cigar. That probably video, one of the most electric videos in the LSU locker room. Yeah, but that video is fact, ice cold. That video is. I was ice thinking about cold. this. The I, this was something I was thinking about the other day. Do you remember who was in that locker room handing him some money? Oh my God, Odell, Odell. Beckham yeah, Odell. Jr. Yeah. Odell was in the LSU locker room <clears throat> when they won. And gave Joe Burrow gave an other seniors stacks of money because they had won they had won and he was hype. And it just goes to show how much this player has transitioned going into the league. And you gotta give credit to the Bengals where credit's due. The Bengals had the first overall pick just two years ago, three and thirteen last year, were suspected to be a shitty ass team in a stacked ass AFC North conference. And look at them. They're making a run. They're making a historical run. It reminds me of something the Giants used to do back when they were a half decent football team. The Dude. Bengals remind me of these runs that the Giants made in 2007-2011 as this team that barely got into the playoffs had this defensive-minded set, a shitty offensive line, but had a quarterback that was, 
you know, Joe Cool, because I mean, Eli Manning is Eli Manning. He's you not can't cool say you can't Burrow. say barely got in the playoffs. They won the AFC North. They won the AFC yeah, North outright. That wasn't even a question. They're, it doesn't matter. That's ten and seven. Ten and seven. Yeah. Ten and seven. But, but in a stack conference, you know, if Lamar never goes out, you have to ask yourself the hypotheticals. Do you think the Ravens would have ever won that conference? I think they would have. I think I think Huntley ended up shitting the bed for the Ravens season. They obviously lost six of their what last seven games. I don't know if that's exactly the number, but they lost a lot of their last games. And you have to ask yourself that question. The Ravens were at one point were eight and three, dude. They were eight and three. The Bengals finished ten and seven. They only had to win three more games over a span of seven games, and they couldn't do it. That's so the you way have to ask goes. yourself those questions. You know, I no, know, I know. We're not going to play hypotheticals listen. out here. We're not going to play hypotheticals out here. But I must say, I love this Bengals team. I want this Bengals team to win. But I don't know whether they're going to win or not. I will get breaking down whether or not I, I who I think will win this game a little bit later. But I don't want to give it up right away because I want to keep you guys on your toes. So let's get into the prop bets, though, wouldn't you say? Well, you didn't even let me fucking say anything about the Bengals. All right, so speak. Fucking all speak. I'm say- all I was going to say about the Bengals was they are they are a solid playoff football team. Did anyone think they were going to get to the Super Bowl? No, absolutely not. But I think that's the reason they are in the Super Bowl is because everybody was doubting them. They went in. They I don't want to say they carried themselves with that underdog mentality because they're out here saying they're not underdogs. But that's the way they played. They were saying, fuck you to everybody who said they weren't going to be here. And obviously, Joe Burrow playing at uh, top tier. And they're heavy on the offensive end. They got a lot of um, heavy offensive weapons, a lot of heavy hitters. I know I just said the word heavy like three times, so fuck me. But we'll go <laughs> ahead and we'll go ahead and break this down. And I do want to jump into the prop bets. And then at the end, we'll go into who we think is going to win the game overall. I know we haven't talked about the Rams at all, but we'll go ahead and get into the bets and break it down from an analysis standpoint later. But I just want to start off by saying that one of the most classic prop bets, there's two. And that obviously has to be the coin flip between heads and tails. And I hate that bet because it's a straight 50-50 and it's a pure ass guess. There's really nothing else behind it besides the fact that you're fucking picking heads or tails. And it's boring, but it's a classic. And number two, my favorite fucking bet is by far and away the national anthem. How long is the national anthem going to be? Is it going to be over a certain amount of time? Is it going to be under a certain amount of time? And I just want to say this. If I'm the person singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl, I'm making sure I'm going over that motherfucker. I'm here for all the over betters <laughs> because under betters suck. Never bet the under. You always go with the over. And I'm making sure that if I'm singing this national anthem, I'm way fucking over. I don't care how long Here's you the- got to wait till kickoff. I'm making sure my overbetters are coming out victorious. All right, so I got two things to say about both of those bets. Here's why the coin toss is a schemey little bet, and I'll tell you why. It's always minus a little bit more than a pick'em. It's minus 104 this year. And that just means the book is taking a little bit of money from everybody on every single person that bets the coin toss. You can't tell me that's not the smartest thing they've ever done because you know people are, are hitting it on the coin toss. Minus 104 for both teams, heads, tails, I, it's going to be tails this year. I'm, it's a guarantee. Lock it in. If you want to bet it, bet it. If you're in a legal sports state to bet it, bet it. But I love the fact that the books can take a little bit of money out of everybody that bets that. And I think that's freaking sweet. I think the it's second heads. thing is, do you, remember the, the tub, do you remember the debacle last year with the national anthem? Yeah. They freaking practiced the national anthem out loud in the stadium. And everybody heard it and timed it. And here's the thing. People who bet it before that leaked video came out, their bets held. But everybody that bet it after the fact never got paid out for that. 
The Bucks never paid them out. They just gave them their money back, which I thought was awesome. I was like, dude, this is so freaking funny. The wouldn't fact that, that they wouldn't were that just be the most the fucked anthem. up thing ever, though, if the singer, if the person singing the national anthem was recording it out loud, and it was kind of like a Ponzi scheme where they knew people would hear it, they were going to record it, they were going to bet on it, and then they absolutely just flanked from the left side and went under that time or over that time, depending on where they were at on the time mark. Now the question is, can the national anthem singer tell people what whether it's going to be over or under? Is that a legality issue? Yeah, for sure. I mean, for sure. I, some people definitely. If there's got to be it. something wrong with that. But what I'm saying is, is that like, dude, I'd be like, yo, yo, buddy, throw a thousand on the over. It's a lock. Yeah. And then I would just sing. I would just sing for the over. Realistically, I would hold that. Obviously, and the shut the fuck up. You're piercing my ears. Shut the fuck up. Anyways, <laughs> what I will say is that the person singing the national anthem could not be linked to the bet in any way, shape, or form possible. Now, could they go a couple family members down the line who aren't necessarily related to them by blood and help them profit? I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't think anybody would look into it too much. But that's certainly something where it's kind of a morality thing, I guess, where if you know something that you probably shouldn't know, it's kind of like insider trading. That's basically what it is. I, I just think yeah. that's wrong, and you shouldn't illegally profit off that. But I will say that if I heard someone singing the national anthem, and I just happened to be passing by, and I recorded it, and you know that information was out there for the taking, then I'm not saying I wouldn't bet on it. I would definitely yeah, fucking Yeah, you can't say that it. that guy who posted the video is not an idiot, dude. He literally could have just sent it to a couple of his buddies and had a yeah. free lock of a bet. Exactly. Exactly. And that's stupid on his part. All you got to do is keep things quiet, take your money, put it in your pocket, and move on. Because you know you like the dollars more than the, public, the publicity that – I can't say the word publicity. Publicity? <laughs> the publicity. What's up, dude? That came from uh. posting that video. So anyways – Tony, the, just to get the two most basic prop bets out of the way, I want to kick it to you to dive into some of the more deeper and fun ones, and we'll definitely make our picks and say what we think is going to happen. Yeah, so some long shot bets that I love with crazy odds that I think that could actually hit. Either team to score on their first offensive play. You can't tell me that you've never heard that bet. Plus 3,000 for yes, minus 20,000 for no. See, That's minus- a very interesting bet. Nobody because ever. You could have. A, you could have here's the thing. 20, it could be. It could be. It could be a fumble in in offensive territory. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, no. 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 I'm not even saying a fumble six. A fumble in the territory, and they get the ball first and go right off the rip. You know what I'm saying? We've seen it before. We saw it. We. I mean, obviously it was a safety, but we've seen it in the uh, Broncos Seattle game a couple years back, um, where Peyton Manning obviously in the first play, whoop, ball right over his head. So there was that game, but. Um, another one I like a lot is shortest touchdown scored over one and a half yards or under one and a half yards. That's so tough. That's yeah, tough. That's a tough bet. Cause it's like, dude, if you get to the goal line, you could potentially have a one yard run. And it's like, you don't realize how many touchdowns are scored from the one yard line until you go back and reflect on that bet. Cause I thought about that bet. I'm like one and a half yards. That doesn't seem like a lot, but then you think about it and you're like, wait, a See, lot of touchdowns would, are scored from the one yard line. I would take the over on that just because it'd be more fun but the moment somebody gets to the one yard line you're pretty much fucked because nobody's kicking a field goal from the one yard line so if they get to the one yard line before third down that bet's probably in the shitter but that's still a fun one though i, I actually haven't heard that before but i think i would yeah, still take the over per on that quarter there's a per quarter 
uh, touchdown throw for each player. So the questions are, will Matt Stafford will Matt Stafford throw a touchdown in the first, second, third, and fourth quarter? All individual bets. And Joe Burrow, the same, first, second, third, and fourth. And it's funny because the odds are actually different in each quarter. Like for Joe Burrow to throw a touchdown in the third quarter is plus 128 for yes. But in the fourth quarter, it's plus 148. Wow. So they, they're kind of sneaky with those odds there. So uh, my bet there's a bunch of there's a bunch of there's a bunch of other passing props, but that one's interesting to me. My bet on that one is I honestly think that both quarterbacks will have a passing touchdown in the fourth quarter. I think we're going to come down to the wire. It's going to come down to crunch time. Both these quarterbacks have been good in the clutch. We've seen it this year in both the games. Obviously, Joe Burrow in the AFC Championship coming back from 18 points down, huge in the clutch. Matthew Stafford, we saw it against the Bucks. The Bucks came all the way back. Matthew Stafford said, you know what? Screw this shit. I'm moving on in the next round. Threw that deep ball to Cooper Cup on a dime to beat Tom Brady. And I think the fourth quarter is where both these quarterbacks are going to shine. And I think they will both have a touchdown in the fourth quarter. As for the other quarters, my guess would be, ooh, I don't know. I, I don't like the first quarter. I think there's a lot of nerves going on in the first quarter. But the no, I think quarter. Matt Stafford's going to throw a touchdown in the first quarter. That will be one of my bets I place for sure. Matthew Stafford to Odell Beckham in the first in the first quarter. It's happening. I'm going to parlay uh, Matt Stafford uh, first quarter touchdown with Odell uh, first time first touchdown score. Wow, that's okay. going to be a little fun like two dollar bet. But it's going to be something that if it hits, it's a great parlay. And, and that's what I love about these Super yeah. Bowl prop bets is there's so many opportunities to parlay because some of these bets are so similar that you can really go on a run. And that's what I was going to say, too. That was going to be my next question since we got to talking about touchdown passes um, from the two quarterbacks. I was going to ask you who you think the first touchdown was going to be, and you said Odell Beckham Jr. That's a good bet just because Odell, big Rob Gronkowski last year. Yeah, and actually we had a couple bets on that as well that Rob Gronkowski was going to be the first touchdown scorer, and we hit. I think he was like plus 1,400. It was some stupid number for Gronk, but that's what it was. My bet— no, I didn't. I did not. <laughs> but my – this is tricky because there is so many offensive weapons in this game. You got Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. Uh, could even be someone sneaky like Cam Akers, obviously Odell Beckham Jr. And I don't know who I would go with. I've been thinking about this, and I want to kind of – I think I'm going to – backdoor this and i'm gonna go joe shiesty first touchdown rushing touchdown rushing rushing touchdown off the, off the acl injury he did run the shit out of the football in this playoff er, er, in this playoffs he's right he thing ran really well it's something where they'll run like a nice play action or like a post fade in the end zone and he'll just sneak out of the pocket and get into the end zone i don't know that's just what my guts tell me and i know the odds on that are probably insane i don't have them pulled up right now in front of me all of them but I think I would be down to throw a couple dollars on Joe Burrow first touchdown. Here's the thing. I got a little sneaky parlay coming. So here's how I think this game's going to start. And I don't think it's going to it's gonna be any representation of the rest of the game. But I'm going to throw in a kind of a sneaky parlay. It's a little sneaky one. So I'm going to bet that the uh, Bengals win the toss. They defer. The Rams get the ball first. <clears throat> the Rams receive. There's a bet. That is first team to get a first down. And I'm betting the Rams. And then I'm going to bet Matthew Stafford first quarter touchdown. I'm also going to bet Odell Beckham any or first time first touchdown score. So my belief is that 
they're gonna the Bengals are gonna and that's gonna be the parlay. The Bengals are gonna win the toss, defer. So I'll win the Bengals bet as the first leg of the parlay. The second leg of the parlay is the Rams are gonna get the first first down because obviously they're gonna drive. And then it's gonna be Matthew Stafford first quarter touchdown and Odell Beckham being the first one to catch that touchdown. Dude, the odds in that parlay are insane. I'm gonna cook it up right now and I'll tell you exactly what it is. Ted, that's insanity. But what do you think about that? What do you think about that parlay? I think that's insanity. So you're thinking and you're telling me that the Bengals are going to receive the kickoff and then they're going to proceed to go three and out, then punt the no, ball. No, 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 no. The Bengals are going to win the toss and defer. Oh, defer. So they're going to be okay. receiving in the second half. Okay, I got you. Does that you. make sense? I got you. Yeah, so yes. the Rams do get the ball first. Okay, I understand yes. now. I misunderstood you yes. when you first said that. That's my fault. Um, this, this, There's a lot of small factors that are going into this. Obviously, the Bengals deferring is probably the biggest wall in that parlay because that's literally, that has to go two ways. First of all, the Bengals would probably have to win the toss if they wanted to defer because I'm, I'm assuming that whoever wins the toss is going to defer to the second half. And then even if the Bengals do win the toss, they could still elect to receive and vice versa. If the Rams win the toss, they're going to probably elect to defer. So there's a lot of small factors in here. And I'm not saying that the coin toss, obviously the coin toss means a lot. But if you're saying that the Bengals win the toss, then you are betting on the fact that they are going to then defer, which I think will probably happen. That's the most likely scenario that they will defer, but it's still up in the air. And I guess at that point, if they choose to receive, then you just have to hope they go three and out. That would be the goal. That's something I would not throw a lot of money on. That would just be like a little fun bet. And that's something that could fucking... You, you could lose the bet before the game even starts. Well, there's sad news. There's sad news in the fact that they're not letting you parlay. FanDuel Sportsbook will not let you parlay coin toss. Breaking yeah. news. I just found that out. Okay, well, that they would make sense. Let, they won't let me. But that's a hypothetical scenario that I think that could potentially happen. And okay. I love it. So I've, so I'm we're talking about we're talking about kickoffs. And I saw something today that was very interesting. And a nice little prop bet that you could also lose before the first play. I guess it is the first play. Is if the first kickoff results in a touchback so what do we think about that like do you think that the kicker has enough leg to get it into the end zone on the first play of the game this is interesting because the, the stat, game's in a dome i don't see stat, why not it's in, a, this, it's in an enclosed listen, stadium listen, there's no listen, wind listen shut up the stat behind it is i believe like 93 percent of the last Super Bowl. I, I don't remember what the exact year was, but anyways, since a certain year, I think I think it was like eighteen out of twenty. I, I don't know the exact number. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But all of those kicks did not result in a touchback, and I believe the stat I saw was that the only kicks to to result in a touchback was the Falcons Patriots twenty eight to three game, and then the blackout game between the Ravens and the Forty Nine ers. Those were the only two Super Bowls that resulted in a touchback. You could correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not 1,000% sure. It was something I was reading upon today. But all the other opening kickoffs did not result in a touchback. And I think the reason being is just because of all the adrenaline, like all the nerves, everything that's going on. I just think it's like the first play of the game. The ball doesn't get to the back of the end zone because the kicker's kind of nervous. And then obviously the receiving team ends up taking it out. And the other yeah, stat behind this, the other stat behind this, being like, I want to open this game with a bang and try and return it. But there's another I side to this. I want to make the this. first highlight play of this. Another side of this too, is that both kickers, 
so Evan McPherson and Matt Gay, are both in the bottom half of the league in touchbacks this year. So I would fend to think that the opening kickoff is not going to result in a touchback. That's just my take. I think that's another little fun bet. And obviously, you could fucking lose before even the first real offensive play in the game. But it's just something to throw out there. Something I saw that was interesting. Yeah, and, and then obviously, uh, you can go with a wild one. And you could go opening kickoff return for a touchdown plus 5,000. That would be sick. I would throw a dollar that on would that be just for unreal. shit. Has that ever happened before in NFL history? I is the opening so. kickoff? Of the, no, I don't, I don't think so either. But... There's a lot of fun prop bets, and, and I gotta say my most fun one, Tony. I know you were gonna allude to this. If you were you finished with everything on the kickoff, because I do want to jump into this next prop bet that you had mentioned to me, dude. No, you're not jumping gun. I was getting ready to say it. <laughs> all right, all right. You say it. You say it. You can't ahead. jump gun and steal my thunder. I I'm was excited. The one on the book, I'm ex- bro. I'm excited you're, for this. You're, a, you're an illegal. You're, you're you're in an illegal state. You can't speak on this matter. I'm still excited. I could I could talk about it. I'm still super excited. So go oh, ahead. Oh well, kick of us course off. you can talk about it. You just can't place any bets. But All right, we'll get to it. Get to it. The question was: Will there be a scoregami? Dude, and I love this. I absolutely love this. The fact that the book has become something that is in culture of the NFL, the fact that they use the term scoregami is amazing that's unbelievable because scoregami is something that is a fan can created thing it is something that is a a fan went and created the entire system made a graphic chart he's uh there's a twitter bot account for it there's this whole essence of scoregami in the nfl and for those of you who don't know yeah go ahead tony you were just about to I was say gonna tell i was gonna say go a scoregami is a unique final score in nfl history yep so the last scoregami to happen was between the cowboys and the eagles and it was a whole, there was a whole conspiracy about it because the Eagles went for two and they didn't get it and it ended up becoming Scorigami. So it was like this whole back and forth of whether or not it would, you know, matter or not. But that was, that was awesome. But Scorigami doesn't happen that frequently and obviously as more happen, it gets harder to get to. That so, game was literally hideous. That game was hideous and oh, I was, hideous. I was baby puking in my mouth the whole time, but I was watching it just to see the Scorigami and it happened to Gami. Great. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. And I love it. It's amazing. Agami. And I amazing love Scorigami just because it's just, I mean, it's shit that's never happened before. How could you not love that? And on top of that, to show my hype behind the Scorigami, I played in our Madden franchise last night with all the Michigan boys, and my game resulted in a Scorigami, and I could not have been more lit. I moved to, I moved to it was either 5-0 and or 6-0 and on the year, and I ended that game with Scorigami. And I put it in the chat right away. All the boys verified. And I felt like I was on a platform. I was on the gold medal stand because I got that Scorigami. And I think this is probably the best prop bet I've seen in a long time. I'm super excited for it. I'm definitely going to bet it just for the shit of it. I mean, why not? Do I think it's actually going to happen? No. Am I going to bet it? Yeah. Now, is that controversial? Does that go against each other? Absolutely. But do I give a fuck? No. <laughs> it's plus 1200 and i think it'd just be interesting dude if there is a super bowl scorigami everybody's going to lose their shit but there's a lesser prop bet on it um that said final score to have occurred in a past super bowl well that's boring that's so a- that's a that's a super bowl scorigami not really a scorigami but it's for the super bowl that's plus 520 a little bit better odds because there's only been 55 games previously played instead of the every single game in nfl history so you can see why the odds are different so um, what really, fact, what really I've been sitting here I've been sitting here looking at this book. This is just a quick little tidbit. I've been sitting here looking at this book. 
obviously, as we've been talking to the podcast. And I just got a notification up on my phone, and it says, Reality Check. We're glad you're enjoying FanDuel Sportsbook. Just so you know, you've been playing for 30 minutes. You have wagered $3 since your last login. (laughs) (laughs) I will say this, too. I will say this. For Scorigami to happen, you just have to hope for a safety. A safety, the two points, is what throws everything off. And then if you get a safety and a field goal, then who the hell knows? I mean... And I feel like the Rams are a team that could sneakily go for two as well. Like, Sean McVay's that guy to go for two. So, like, if they get a safety and then you get a touchdown and, and go for two, like, I don't know. There's some there's some tricky shit that could go on there. Like, I don't know. There's just a lot of things that could happen that could push it into Scorigami zone, and I'm hoping that it happens. My favorite is when there's a safety and then a field goal. When I'm looking at a five on an NFL scoreboard, I don't know. There's just something about that that gets me going. <laughs> well, have you heard about the uh, the ever the everlasting uh, never to happen in NFL history uh, one point safety? I I still never understood that. So the one point safety is something that has never happened in NFL history. It's happened in college twice. Let's just say the Bengals are down six, right? Or down eight? Sorry, they're down eight. They score a touchdown. They're down two now. They have to go for two to tie the game. The snap goes way over Joe Burrow's head. Flies. The Rams pick it up. Are taking it to the house. Ball gets hit at like the six-yard line. Boom. Pops out on the other end of the field. He's going all the way to the other side. He's taking it back for his two points. The Rams are going to be up four, but the ball gets knocked out. And Joe Burrow's hot on pursuit. He picks it up, but he gets tackled in the end zone. That it results in a one-point safety. Wow, I never knew that. That was a rule. Yes, I was the Rams would be up of. three points at that point. Wow. So if 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 going for two, which would be a ninety-eight-yard loss, so the odds are got to be a million to one. The, the, the odds are ridiculous because it's actually never happened in every single NFL game ever in history. But it it is a possibility of happening. Is the fact that there could be a ninety-eight-yard loss. The team fumbles on the other end of the goal line. That's the only way it'll probably ever happen. And the team who was going for two recovers it in their end zone and ends up in a safety. Wow. Maybe a 98-yard safety. I don't even know if there's ever been a 98-yard safety. Couldn't I even think, tell you. I think somebody accidentally bet. But that, that is the one-point safety. I think somebody accidentally bet that the final score of the Super Bowl was going to be like 6-1, to one, <laughs> which is just a loss of money. But it's that's possible. just funny. It's possible. And speaking of Scorigami, obviously a lot of you do Super Bowl squares, which matches up the last digit at the end of every quarter from both teams. And at my place of work, we actually did a fun little Super Bowl square thing. And my numbers, I got two squares. My numbers were six and six, which is obviously one of the better ones, just because if each team kicks two field goals at any point and it's six to six or even 16 is a possibility... I don't know. There's a lot of options with six. And then my other, so those are good numbers. My other square was five and eight. So I'm just counting that as a loss. Five and eight is hopeless. Like that's just, <laughs> it's not happening. Unless you get to like 35, 38 to 35. Like that's the yeah. only hope that I have. The numbers have got to get up there. I definitely yeah. think they got to get up there. And here's the thing. I'm going to break it down to this simple question. Over or under? Let's, let's, let's just break it down to the most basic thing ever 48 and a half wow 48 and a half for two electric for two electric offensive it's low but it's the super bowl man 
it's but the it's Super fun Bowl. The over. Lot, oh, of course. I'm betting the over all day. I'm throwing it on the over. We're dude. talking about Johnny Tags. We're talking about Johnny Tags. Johnny Tags doesn't bet the under. Now, somebody <laughs> wise, somebody smart, don't listen to me. Somebody wise would bet the under for the pure fact that the first quarter of every Super Bowl is almost pretty much a wash because of how nervous everybody is. So I think the real play is to live bet the game. So you live bet the under in the first half, and then you bet the point total in the second half. I think that is the smart play. Now, I'm not smart. I'm a dumbass. I'm betting the over. You're a freaking mush. I'm a mush. I'm going with the over, man. Do I want to see a... I, I don't want to. I want to see both teams at thirty plus points. I mean, come on now. I don't want this to be a defensive battle. I want to see Odell. <laughs> I want to see Odell have two touchdowns. I want to see Jamar. T- Everyone share the love a little bit. Let's share the love. Go around, score some touchdowns, and let's push that over, baby. We're going for the right. over. Final question: Who's winning the Super Bowl? Oh wow, we really just jumped to the end of this. I guess we went through a couple prop bets. This is We're tough, 30 man. minutes deep. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're right. I guess we were <laughs> blabbing a bunch of, about a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> we went off on Scorgami for about three minutes. Can you give me the quick odds on FanDuel? What are the rant? What is what is Bengals money line right now? Bengals money line is plus 166. Rams money line is minus 198. Dude, this is so tough for me. And it's hard as well because I'm not necessarily rooting for a team. I'm going to be happy with whoever wins the Super Bowl. I just want it to be an exciting game. I want it to be action-packed, offensive-minded game. And see, this is the problem is that everybody's like, the Bengals can't do it again, can they? Like, they can't. I think think everyone expected them to beat the Raiders. But they beat the Titans. Nobody said they were going to go into Tennessee. Then they did the unthinkable, beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. Nobody beats Patrick Mahomes in Arrowhead, and then now they're facing a Rams team at home in L.A. against Matt Stafford, and obviously the Rams could pretty much almost be considered a super team with all the top-tier talent that they have. But I think I'm going to pick the Bengals to win this game by a final score of 34-30. to That's 34 just 30. 34 to 30 Bengals. That's what I'm going to go I with. I like that. The Simpsons predicted 34-31, so got that going. And there's no real – I mean, there's a couple different ways. That, that would require a couple different field goals from the Rams or a missed PAT, but I'm going to go 34 to 30. That includes the over. That gives me the underdog on the money line and a couple different touchdowns prop bets with people who are going to score but i think i'm going to go with joe burrow i think i'm going to go with jamar chase t higgins and we're gonna we're gonna pick the Bengals to win now most of the time i am wrong so now i just want to fade you so if you're if you're a matthew stafford fan or you're a rams fan you should probably be excited that i picked the Bengals. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, I was kind of hoping you were going to take the Rams. I'm not going to lie, because I also, I also picked the Bengals to win this game, and I think they're going to win by a final score of 27 to 24. Yeah, I think the over is going to be sweating. I'm going to be sitting there washed up. 48 and a half is a total. Games of 48 points. Fourth quarter. Shiesty's got the ball though. Drives down the field, and they win it with a McPherson kick at the very end of the game. Wow, winner. 
winner. See, I would like That's to see that, That's how I predict the game's going to end. I would love to see that, 27-24. My thought process is that the game— But the Rams are going to go up. The Rams are going to go up. The, the Rams are going to go up like 14-3 to or some shit like that. My They're going to go up big early. My thought process is that the Rams—my theory is that it could be a 27-27 game late in the fourth quarter— Rams are driving. They get held. Matt Gay kicks the field goal to go up 30-27. to 27. Joe Burr, ice in his veins, marches down the field with like <laughs> five minutes remaining on the clock, scores a game-winning touchdown, and then the Rams are trying to score but unfortunately get picked off on like a third down or can't convert on a fourth down, something like that. I don't think it's going to end on the final play of the game. Well, the game always ends on the final play of the game. I don't think the game is going to be decided – by the final play of the game is the better way to say it. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a Bengals really good lovers, baby. Let's go Bengals. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not rooting for either team. I would love to see Joe Burrow win it just because he's a fucking winner. I would love to see Matthew Stafford win it because he's a love veteran in the league. Everybody respects Matthew Stafford. He put in his time with one of the shittiest organizations in football, and he deserves to be here. And obviously, Odell played on the Giants for a couple mad. years. Odell was a New Yorker, New York Giant. I always rooted for him for all those years, and I never had anything against Odell. So if he got a ring, I think that'd be pretty cool to see too. But either way, I'm going to be happy. But now saying this, no doubt, who is Super Bowl MVP for you? Is it the obvious pick of Joe Burrow if you have the Bengals winning the Super Bowl? Oh, it's Joe Shiesty all day, dude. Yeah, I think that's the obvious pick. I think Joe Burrow, Super Bowl MVP, going to take it home for the Cincinnati Bengals. But I'd love to see it. I think it could be like what Dr. if it's Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. It's gonna be right for that. Hell of a hell of a halftime show. Oh my god, hell of a halftime show. It's gonna be a good Sunday. It's gonna be a really good Sunday. Let me tell you, and I'm excited for it. This is the most excited I've been for a Super Bowl in a long time. I don't know me why. Too, I'm too. just I'm jacked up for it. I'm ready to go. Especially when you got money flying all over the place. All these stupid ass prop bets. Betting money lines, <laughs> betting overs, betting unders. And obviously, it's the most exciting sporting event of the year in America. But when you got money on it, holy shit. You're in for the ride. That's all I got to say. I would say. love to see a scoregami, dude. Scoregami would make my life. If I see a scoregami, I'm getting lit, dude. I'm getting fucking <laughs> litty titty. And I'm betting, I'll bet the scoregami. I'll throw a couple dimes down on the scoregami if I could. You already know. You already know. <laughs> Uh, well, that's our Super Bowl predictions. I hope you guys liked it. I hope you think that the Bengals are going to win because I think the Bengals are going to win. I mean, I mean, if you think the Rams are going to win, that's fine. That's probably the the more likely case. But I just want to see Joe Shiesty win it so badly. I'm torn, man. I'm torn. I want to see Joe Burrow win it. I really want to see Matthew Stafford win it. But in reality, I just want a really good game that goes down to the wire. I want to be sweating. 100%. I want to be sweating watching the game. Like, I don't know why that happens to me or any true sports fan that's watching the game. But when you are watching a Super Bowl or you're watching the NBA Finals or you're watching the World Series, something that is a big game event in a sport that you really like, you get nervous watching the game. And I understand if you're a Bengals fan or you're a Rams fan, obviously you're going to be nervous as fuck watching the game. But if it's a close game and you're a New York Giants fan or you're a Jets fan or you're a Bucks fan, somebody who doesn't necessarily pull for either of these teams, you're going to be sweating for no reason. Like, I don't know what it is, but you're like, holy shit, like something big's about to happen. No matter what, like you could be, 
I don't know how to say it otherwise, but I just feel nervous for both teams. Even when I have nothing to do with, do with the game, I have no relation with either team, but that's just how it is. Yep. For sure. I couldn't agree more. And I, I have to say the NFL has given us a great playoff so far. We've seen a lot of great games, a lot of tight ones, a lot of sweaters. Oh, yeah. And a lot of overtimes. Oh, yeah. I love it. Best effort. One of the best NFL so playoffs if this game's, by far. If this, if this game's a blowout, we can't be mad. We can't be mad. Nope, not at all. So, but that about wraps it up here for our Super Bowl segment. I hope you enjoyed. And uh, we're going to be right back for our quick little uh, stink bomb of the week. So stay right here. Welcome back to the Tag Team Podcast, episode 19. We're going to get right into our stink bombs of the week. And hopefully our picks for the Super Bowl are not our stink bombs of the week in the next episode because that would really suck. But no, they probably will be. Johnny, why don't you kick us off? What was your oh, stink yeah. bomb this week? My stink bomb of the week. Oh, I had two of them. But I'll go with the first one. So I thought I was an absolute champ walking down from the office. I had my personal laptop with me. I had my water bottle. I had my sweatshirt. And I'm like, okay, I'm not making two trips. It's just not happening. I'm not making two trips. I'm not walking back up the stairs because I'm a lazy-ass bum, and that's just how it is. So walking down the stairs, first, my computer, my laptop is still open, mind you. So I go down the first step, and of course, the magical, mythical string was pulled on my ankle. And next thing you know, I'm fucking Trip City down the steps <laughs> this shit is in slow motion my water bottle goes flying it's my brand new hydro flask i just got it for christmas my water bottle goes flying down the stairs it's dinging like a fucking bowling alley down the steps i have my computer in my left hand my left hand's my non-dominant hand so i don't know how i did this but i started a trip my computer flings up in the air in mid-trip I grabbed it by my fingertips. I literally looked like Odell against the Cowboys seven years ago, eight years ago. I'm not even joking you. It was a miracle. I grabbed it right before it hit the ground, and I proceeded to fall the rest of the way down the stairs, and my water bottle got dinged to high hell. My hydro flask is dented. My morality dented. My computer, fine. But I'm here. But that that was my, that was my stink bomb of the week. It literally just happened about... I don't know, an hour ago. It was a close call, man. Close call to close quarters. But I'm alive. The computer's alive. The water bottle is the water bottle. It'll take some damage. It's crazy. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, my hydroflask is all dinged up too, so don't feel uh, too bad about it. I'll just put a sticker over it. My stick bomb of the week comes in betting terms. I uh, took part in DraftKings, Bet5, Win280, in free bets. And I took... Rams money line last week, winner. So I got $280 in free bets. And I went 0 for 6. Dude, that's brutality. I used every single one of my free bets. And every single one of them was losers. I was betting one of the craziest bets. I was betting um I was betting women's ice skating in the Olympics. Because I was like, you know what? This girl Fuck looks it. pretty good. And I bet it, and it was a loser. All day, I, I was just the, betting random the shit. The thing about this, the thing about these free bets is you had a week to use them, and there was the only thing that was going on is the NBA right now and the NHL. And I'm like, well, I'll throw a couple bets on that. All losers. 
How about that 16 parlay? I bet the freaking Lakers against the Knicks in prime time, and the Knicks were up freaking so much money, or they were up so many points, and then they blew it. Yeah, they were up 21 in that game. That was heartbreaking. But yeah. then they somehow so that's beat another, the Warriors. That's another blown loss. Somehow beat the Warriors. I don't know yeah. how, but the, but it yeah, happened. Don't that's that that reeks out loud. I'm sorry, man. It's you terrible. start to say you're you're sounding like me over there. I don't know what to I tell know. you. Oh, for six, dude. It's like you touched me. It's like you touched me or something. You gave me the bug. But yeah, all those free bets, losers. I mean, they were free bets, so I can't be too mad about them. But well, let's hope Super Bowl betting goes better. I know, Super Bowl I know. Super Bowl weekend's going to be better. I just Higher wish I could have used those bets on the Super Bowl, but I couldn't because the prop bets weren't out yet. The lines weren't out and shit, and I only had a week to use them. I should have just good. bet the Pro Bowl. No, that's silly. Did you see the way they played that game? That was hideous. Oh, awful. It was two-hand touch. Two-hand touch. Oh. <laughs> so, but all the highest of fortunes to you in your Super Bowl bets this weekend. I wish I could be tailing you. Wish, wish I could be joining you, but unfortunately, North Carolina Same. does not allow that. But you know what? Get after it. Win some money. Hit those parlays. And yeah, best of luck. I appreciate it, but we'll get back to you guys next week. We got a nice little special episode coming. Another nostalgia. We've 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 had a couple of sports episodes, so we're gonna shift into something a little bit different. We're gonna be talking about our favorite childhood television shows. So if you want to oh, yeah. hear about that, make sure to stay tuned for next week's episode that's dropping. I'm really excited for that one. I think it's gonna be a great one. We have a lot a lot of fun stuff to say. I feel I have a feeling. So oh yeah. So uh, keep but, it real. Keep it here. This has been the tag team podcast. Enjoy the Super Bowl! Enjoy it, baby! Enjoy it, baby! Toodles! Toodles! You didn't forget it that time.